If chocolate is your weakness, the real chocolate decadence of Flava Naturals Performance Chocolate can be your strength. I've been searching high and low for cocoa products that deliver meaningful amounts of healthful flavanols with great flavor and minimal sugar. So I'm thrilled to have found Flava Naturals. Extensive research demonstrates the remarkable benefits of daily cocoa flavanols on brain and heart function, including a recent Harvard study showing a 27% reduction in cardiovascular death. But you need to eat five or more ordinary dark chocolate bars every day to match the flavanols consumed in most of these studies. Flava Naturals Performance Dark Chocolate Cocoa Powder and beverages deliver five to nine times the flavanols of typical dark chocolate. Their secret is sourcing premium, high flavanol cocoa beans and processing them naturally. The result is decadent dark chocolate with the flavanol levels needed to fuel brain and cardio performance. I use it every day. For more information and to order, just go to flavanaturals.com. That's flavanaturals.com. Welcome to Intelligent Medicine, America's foremost program on health, medicine, and nutrition, featuring the latest on both conventional and alternative therapies. Now, here's Dr. Ronald Hoffman. Welcome to Intelligent Medicine. I'm your host, Dr. Ronald Hoffman, on a holiday weekend uh, where there's lots of canned programs and reruns. Well, we're here. We're available. You can come directly into the doctor's office and pose your question or share a comment. 877-726-8255, our number. We've got lots to talk about this weekend, so I decided not to take the weekend off. I can't think of a better place to be on a beautiful holiday weekend than right here behind this microphone serving you, serving up useful information for you family and loved ones, 877-726-8255, our number. And uh, among the stories we're going to talk about, we're going to talk about the new proposed ban on jewel cigarettes, those uh, things that people are puffing on in the street, mechanical cigarettes that uh, are flame-free but still deliver a lot of nicotine and also proposed ban on the amount of nicotine that can be in cigarettes to make them less addictive. Is that going to fly? What are the implications? 877-726-8255, our number. We've got lots to talk about, uh, including the recent case of COVID contracted by our esteemed COVID czar, who is Anthony Fauci, uh, he took a medication for COVID with some unforeseen results. 877-726-8255. Okay, let's go. Um, frequently, this is kind of a theme on uh, Facebook. Uh, people are posting these retro pictures of people at the beach in the 50s, 60s, and even 70s when I was growing up. And uh, the comment is, look at how few people are overweight. Very infrequent uh, number of people with uh, heavy bodies on the beach or by the pool in bygone days. And it's not just our imagination. This really is true because we're seeing a surge in the number of people with overweight and obesity. We might uh, re rename this the girth of July <laughs> because... There's a U.S. obesity epidemic, and it's growing. Uh, a recent article published in the Journal of Obesity 
looked at the long-term weight gain of more than 13,800 U.S. adults, and they found that more than half of American adults in the study gained 5% or more body weight over a 10-year period. And uh, that doesn't even comprise uh, the bump in obesity statistics that occurred with COVID. You know, the COVID-15, the weight gain that people experienced during lockdown. Uh, I just saw a patient in my office who um, hadn't seen since 2019, and he didn't fare that well during COVID. He gained around 25 or 30 pounds because, well, uh, he was staying at home, and there was stress, and there was the immediacy of the refrigerator. Turns out that more than a third of American adults gained 10% or more body weight, and almost a fifth gained 20% or more body weight uh, over a 10-year period. So the study's lead author says that the U.S. obesity epidemic is not slowing down. And here's how it breaks down. Uh, during your 20s and 30s, on average, Americans gain 17 and a half pounds. Between your 30s and 40s, it's 14 pounds. And then it appears to level off. Between 40s and 50s, it's around nine and a half pounds. Between the 50s and 60s, it's four and a half pounds. And if adults gain the average amount of weight during each decade of adult life, just add it up, do the math, they will have gained more than 45 pounds, which would push many of them into the obese category, according to an article here in Science Daily that I'm quoting from. Uh, in roughly 20 years, uh, the lead author of this survey says the prevalence of obesity increased by approximately 40% and severe obesity almost doubled. So what's happening? Well, is it simply because Americans are eating more and exercising less? Well, that to some extent is true, but there's a very interesting article in the American Journal of Clinical Nutrition that points out that au contraire, that people's caloric intake has leveled off since approximately the year 2000, believe it or not. And exercise levels overall, on average, have not declined. So what's happening? We're gaining weight, we're not eating more, and we're not exercising less. So I'll quote from this article in the American Journal of Clinical Nutrition. They say, since 1980, obesity prevalence among U.S. adults has soared from 14% to 42%. The commonly accepted explanation is pervasive overeating. More energy intake as the population gains weight year after year. However, however, evidence does not support this hypothesis. National data on energy intake and energy availability shows increases between 1961 and 2000 as we introduced modern industrialized food. The diet of Americans changed enormously uh, during those four decades uh, when I grew up. But a plateau or declines thereafter, even as obesity continued rising, and while physical activity modestly increased. Think about it, because when I was a kid, nobody jogged. Yeah, you, you know, athletes, you know, would jog. And I lived on a street that had a beautiful strip where uh, these days there's a continuous stream of runners. But when I was a kid, it was rare. We would sometimes see the UCLA, uh, you know, long distance runners run by my house in Southern California. But, um, it was a rarity. And now more and more people are exercising. Thus, 
they say in the American Journal of Clinical Nutrition, Americans appear to be eating relatively less since 2000 for ever-increasing body size as time has progressed. So what is going on? And what they're saying is that it's not that we're eating more, it's what we're eating and what it's doing to our bodies. And our biology is literally changing to enable us to gain more weight with the same amount of calories or even less calories. And they speculate on what's going on here. Uh, yeah, the food is hyper palatable. It's widely available. Uh, the food is engineered to activate brain reward, craving and overeating. Uh, but they place a great deal of importance on the microbiome on the bacteria that inhabit our intestine. And here's a little fact. The human microbiome, the bacteria in your gut, is estimated to consume between 7% and 22% of the caloric intake of an average adult. So in effect, you're feeding the bacteria in your intestine. And when you damage the microbiome, when you take antibiotics, when you eat poor quality food, you can change the way that calories are distributed into your fat cells. They also talk about the change from what are called cellular carbohydrates, in other words, whole grains, to what are called acellular carbohydrates, i.e. flour products and processed starch products. That makes a big difference in how it impacts absorption and how it impacts the microbiome. And they also say that there's something going on about inheritance of overweight. With each succeeding generation that's fatter, it imprints future generations. This is transmissible. Transgenerational epigenetics means that a generation that's a little overweight can give rise to a subsequent generation that's even more overweight. And on and on it goes in a cycle, an unending vicious cycle of weight gain. So uh, they say... These biological drivers related to the gut microbiome uh, and intergenerational risk, unfortunately, they're not a matter of willpower. They actually are hardwired into our biology. And as a result, uh, we're experiencing more weight gain in spite of the fact that the evidence in the United States suggests that over the last 20 years, we're not eating more calories, not exercising less but are still becoming more obese. And it's unclear precisely why. And what's missing from this article is a perspective on environmental chemicals, the excessive use of antibiotics, which disrupts the microbiome. They didn't mention that. Artificial sweeteners, which damage the intestinal bacteria, food additives, and environmental chemicals, chemicals that are deliberately taken. More and more people are taking medication and drugs. That's clear. And that may be changing the pattern of obesity. Very high percentage of people taking antidepressants. We know they make you fatter. And other medications, blood pressure medications, heart medications, and so on. Uh, but also environmental chemicals that are called obesogens. They literally slow the metabolism down and can cause fat deposition. More and more of those chemicals are being released into our environment with each passing year. So uh, there you have it. It's a paradox. Maybe we're not eating more, exercising less, still gaining weight, and we need to investigate 
precisely why. 877-726-8255, our number. You can weigh in with your comments or questions. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman, and this is Intelligent Medicine. As an Intelligent Medicine listener, you know how important it is to ensure that your supplements are genuine, safe, and effective. But vetting your sources and tracking down the exact products you need can be a hassle. That's why I'm inviting you to browse my online supplement dispensary at drhoffmanstore.com. We stock only the highest quality supplements, some of which are very hard to find elsewhere. The very same supplements I prescribe to my patients and take myself. My specially curated professional-grade supplements are fulfilled via the Fullscript network. Fullscript is the safest and most convenient way to purchase my medical-grade supplements. Buying through Fullscript offers fast shipping, optional refill reminders, a mobile-friendly site, it's safe, secure, and HIPAA compliant and offers world-class support. Just go to drhoffmanstore.com to sign up for your free Fullscript account. You'll also receive free shipping on all of your store orders. That's drhoffmanstore.com. drhoffmanstore.com. Dr. O'Hara's Probiotics. We put the power in probiotics. We were the first to emphasize the importance of postbiotic metabolites in creating and maintaining the biodiversity of flora in the gut microbiome for optimal digestion, gut brain, immune, and hormonal health. Multi-year fermentation is key in producing the postbiotic metabolites that are found in exceptional probiotics like Dr. O'Hara's probiotics. Healthy fruits and vegetables are fermented, resulting in over 500 postbiotic metabolites for optimum digestive and immune support. So don't rely on a simple claim that the product has 50 billion or more CFUs. That is not the hallmark of how to gauge a powerful probiotic. Instead, look for diversity. Look for fermentation. Look for postbiotics. Look for Dr. O'Hara's probiotics. Dr. O'Hara's probiotics are certified vegetarian and free of gluten, allergens, and GMOs. Get Dr. O'Hara's probiotics today at fine health retailers everywhere and online. Welcome back to Intelligent Medicine, Dr. Ronald Hoffman, with you on a holiday. I hope you uh, and your family have a safe and healthy Independence Day weekend. 877-726-8255 is our number, and we've got uh, lots to talk about this weekend. We invite you to join us. Anthony Fauci in the news this week because uh, he had a case of covid Here's a guy who is uh, highly protected, very likely to have received uh, at least three, possibly four vaccinations. And he's all about wearing masks in risky settings. And yet he, too, succumbed to COVID. Uh, apparently, the first time that he developed it, he fended it off for uh, over two years. But he came down with uh, covid and uh, he had tested positive for the virus with mild symptoms, including fatigue. As his symptoms got slightly worse, Fauci began a five-day course of Paxlovid. Now, Paxlovid uh, received an emergency use authorization in late 2021. It was uh, highly promising because it was thought to uh, curb the risk of death or hospitalization from COVID and dramatically reduced symptoms. And in fact, in the State of the Union, 2022 State of the Union, uh, President Biden said, if you get COVID-19, the Pfizer pill reduces your chances of ending up in the hospital by 90 percent. 
And uh, he said that this ushered in a new era of COVID management uh, with tests to treat. He encouraged people to test themselves. And then as soon as they tested positive, uh, go get Paxlovid uh, or the uh, Merck drug Molnupiravir. Well, it turns out that uh, the trials that were necessary for the approval of Paxlovid were done on prior iterations of the virus, uh, the alpha, the delta form prior to Omicron. And in addition, uh, they were done primarily on people who were unvaccinated. And so what they found is that there may be very little advantage to taking Paxlovid if you've already been vaccinated, because we demonstrated that, yeah, Paxlovid is helpful in the unvaccinated, but it doesn't necessarily extrapolate to people who've already been vaccinated. Moreover, uh, a lot of studies are now suggesting that if you are young and have few comorbidities, perhaps you're under 50 and you're healthy, or maybe even if you're over 50, but quite healthy, Paxlovid will confer minimal or nil advantages. But here's another problem. There's something called Paxlovid rebound, and Fauci experienced it. Uh, what he describes is that uh, he took the Paxlovid uh, and thereafter tested negative for the virus three days in a row. And then he decided to test again on the fourth day. Paxlovid is a five-day course. And on the fourth day, after the Paxlovid, the result came back positive again. And then things took a turn for the worse. Uh, Fauci said that his symptoms were much worse after he tested positive for the second time. And this is something that's referred to as Paxlovid rebound. Paxlovid has a tendency to work, but perhaps the five-day course is too short for most people. And it comes back with a vengeance, perhaps even worse. Why? Mm, who knows? Maybe the fact that you take Paxlovid doesn't allow your immune system to develop a proper response to the virus. And then when the Paxlovid is over, it comes back especially strong. So uh, they're doing uh, some additional uh, research, detective work, to find out why it is that some people appear to be worse after Paxlovid rather than better. Temporarily works, and then you get Paxlovid rebound. So, you know, that's a little bit of fly in the ointment of our plan to test and treat with these antiviral drugs that don't seem to work all that well against Omicron. 877-726-8255, our number for Intelligent Medicine. We wouldn't go a day without washing our hands, brushing our teeth, and washing our nose. Whoa, wait, we wash our nose? Yes, the number one place where bacteria, viruses, and pollen enter your body is through the nose. So the average person breathes over 23,000 times a day. That's 23,000 opportunities for bacteria, viruses, and irritants to get into your nose and make you sick. For an extra layer of protection, wash your nose with Clear. That is Clear, X-L-E-A-R. Clear's drug-free nasal spray features xylitol, an ingredient proven to block adhesion of many nasty bacteria and viruses, and effectively clean. 
not just rinse like a saline, but wash your nose. Clear nasal spray quickly alleviates congestion, opens your airway, and ensures your body's natural defenses are strong. Read the research studies for yourself at clear.com. That's X-L-E-A-R.com. Protect yourself from the pathogens and junk you breathe. Pick up a bottle for you and your family today. Welcome back to Intelligent Medicine. Dr. Ronald Hoffman here. A bonus value if you subscribe to our newsletter. Because as Dr. Fauci's unfortunate predicament illustrates, you know, it's all about vaccines and miracle drugs, which uh, haven't quite delivered on their promise entirely. And so it's time to take your power back when it comes to your immune health. And one of my big disappointments during COVID has been the lack of emphasis on natural support for immunity. That should have been part of a government initiative to safeguard our populace. But no, it's uh, taken a back seat to shots and drugs. So you can get a free download of my special report, Immunity Reset, a personalized plan to pandemic-proof your body and build resilience for a long, healthy life just by subscribing to the Intelligent Medicine newsletter at drhoffman.com. And new subscribers will receive a link to download this important report, which is free. If you're already an Intelligent Medicine newsletter subscriber, check your email for a special edition of the newsletter with your download link if you are, haven't already received it. 877-726-8255 is our number. That number available to you 24-7, 365. And that means that you can record a question anytime you like, even when we're not on the air, as did this individual. Let's hear it. About three weeks ago, I think I ha- might have had food poisoning. After I ate a piece of, unfortunately, salmon, not from the best of places, since then, which has been three weeks, I have not been normal my doctor recommended a test, so I don't have CF and all those things. So that was tested, and everything looked okay. But, that, again, that was about three weeks ago, and it's still very soft, and my stomach is sore, uneasy. Do you think it's necessary for me to see a gastro guy? Uh, or can I handle this on my own? Just, And I really don't know what to take at this point. Uh, and is that normal if it was food poisoning for it to last that long that I'm just not back to normal? Well, yeah, that's a great question. And it's estimated that a high percentage of people who develop uh, IBS, uh, irritable bowel syndrome, especially with a diarrhea component, uh, had an infection. And this is the aftermath of some kind of infection. And there are really, literally hundreds of millions of cases of food poisoning across the United States uh, each year. And not every one of them is reported to uh, the CDC or to the local health department. And this can be due to a variety of bugs, some of which are familiar to us, like Salmonella, Campylobacter. Uh, and, uh, you know, various viruses that cause viral gastroenteritis, not bacterial gastroenteritis. And, uh, you know, the cruise ship phenomenon, you know, where lots and lots of people, uh, end up sick. And the stuff is very transmissible. And it causes an aftermath. And it, the analogy is, you know, if a firefighter goes into uh, a burning building and inhales some smoke, uh, they can get away from the smoke, but they may be coughing for 
uh, days, weeks, or even months afterwards because of the irritation that persists in the lungs and takes a long time to heal. And the same thing happens in the intestinal tract. There's inflammation and irritation. And in addition, infections change the balance of bacteria, the natural bacteria in your microbiome. And uh, these alterations can cause changes in your elimination, uh, diarrhea, loose stool, etc. And so uh, how do you determine whether you have this? Well, first of all, you went to a doctor. The doctor determined that you didn't have something specific like uh, C. difficile, I think you're trying to refer to, uh, which is a bad bacteria that can cause diarrhea. And perhaps he also looked for other what are called intestinal pathogens, some of the bad bugs that can cause infection, which may require antibiotics to treat. Uh, but uh, mostly this is self-limited, although it can persist for a long time. There is a test. It's infrequently used, and mostly specialist doctors use this test to determine if people have post-infectious uh, IBS. It's called the IBS SMART test, and you may uh, ask your doctor for it, if they're capable of ordering it for you. It's a test that uh, measures certain metabolites in the intestine that indicate that there's some chronic inflammation that's due to a prior infection. And okay, so great. You find out that yes, indeed, what you're experiencing is due to a prior infection. So what do you do? Well, you can change your diet. Uh, you can get off uh, high fiber foods. Uh, you can follow what's called a BRAT diet, which, uh, you know, it's an acronym for bananas, white rice, applesauce, and tea, preferably uh, uh, chamomile tea is especially good for diarrhea, uh, but also just uh, regular tea because of the tannins in there that actually have a healing effect. Um, so uh, the other thing you can do, something very specific, uh, there are studies that show that taking L-glutamine powder, uh, a tablespoon uh, a couple of times a day, and that sounds like a lot, but L-glutamine is actually quite sweet. You can dissolve it easily in cold water, and you can drink it down. And uh, a study that I actually pulled up is entitled Glutamine for Treatment of Post-Infectious Irritable Bowel Syndrome. Uh, it came out uh, a couple of years ago. But it's a protocol that I've used with patients who have what you have. And what they found is uh, that they gave uh, patients five grams of oral glutamine powder three times daily. I said two times daily, but you can use it three times daily versus a placebo, which is whey protein. And what they found was that uh, there was a reduction in daily bowel movement frequency uh, from five to three. And there was also an improvement in what's the what's called the Bristol stool scale. And that's kind of a, a joke thing because you can <laughs> look up the Bristol stool scale and look at your stool and compare it to what they have on the charts. And they actually characterize stool from uh, normal to, you know, fragmented. And uh, you get a score uh, in terms of the optimum shape and form of your poop. And there were improvements in the Bristol stool scale, uh, the 6.5, which is bad, uh, improved to four. And then also they measured what's called intestinal permeability or leaky gut. And they found that it was better. 
with the L-glutamine. Uh, the other thing that I recommend for patients who have this is something called uh, 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 bovine uh, immunoglobulin, uh, or the abbreviation is SBI, serum bovine immunoglobulin, which actually uh, has a healing effect on the gut. You can also take colostrum if you're not sensitive to dairy, and there's no lactose in colostrum, so it won't give you diarrhea. Uh, but that also has a healing effect. And you may want to take uh, a, a mild probiotic like Dr. O'Hara's probiotic because that can restore balance to your intestinal tract. So those are some things you can do. And uh, you know, keep in mind the L-glutamine because L-glutamine is very healing to damaged intestinal cells, which is probably what you have in the aftermath of an infection. 877-726-8255, our number. And, uh, you know, right before the show, uh, these days, uh, I warm up some decaf and add to it uh, a teaspoon of Flava Naturals cocoa powder because I think it makes me smarter. Do, do I sound smarter on this show? I, I It seems to me that I'm smarter. <laughs> Some real cognitive benefits to cocoa. It's actually been demonstrated in the study that experimental volunteers who take cocoa perform better on uh, tasks, mental uh, tasks. So if chocolate is your weakness, the real chocolate decadence of Flava Naturals performance chocolate can be your strength. Now, I've been searching high and low for cocoa products that deliver meaningful amounts of healthful flavanols with great flavor, and they also have to have minimal sugar content. And so I'm thrilled to have found Flava Naturals. It really fits the bill. Extensive research demonstrates the remarkable benefits of daily cocoa flavanols on brain and heart function, including a recent Harvard study. The, it's called the Cosmos Study. You can look it up. Showing a 27% reduction in cardiovascular death. But you'd need to eat five or more ordinary dark chocolate bars every day to match the flavanols consumed in most of these studies, and you'd get pretty fat. Flava Naturals performance dark chocolate cocoa powder and beverages deliver five to nine times the flavanols of typical dark chocolate, and their secret is sourcing premium high flavanol cocoa beans and processing them naturally so as not to destroy their flavanol content. The result is decadent dark chocolate, with the flavanol levels needed to fuel brain and cardio performance. I use it daily. For more information, luscious recipes, and to order, just go to flavanaturals.com. That's flavanaturals.com. We're really proud to have them as one of our sponsors. So uh, there's um, new uh, approvals, uh, a thumbs up from the FDA for boosters that will address Omicron, okay? Because the, the, the current strategy, you know, it's kind of like the definition of insanity is to keep doing the same action and hope for a different outcome. The current boosters are not really doing the job. They, they may, it's unclear, uh, prevent uh, serious disease, hospitalization, and death, although now it turns out the majority of people who are hospitalized and dying from COVID uh, have had at least uh, an initial vaccine series. And in many cases, they've been boosted. But now the FDA has given thumbs up to Omicron-containing COVID boosters. They haven't really released these yet, but uh, they're under development. And um, according to the director of vaccine policy at the CDC, Melinda Wharton, 
uh, based on current evidence, if we could get broader protection with a booster than included an Omicron strain, I'm supportive of that. We'll have to see how that uh, works out. But um, the, the problem, too, uh, is that uh, people have pointed out that if you keep vaccinating against a previous form of COVID, uh, the body's uh, immune memory uh, gets locked on to a previous form of the virus, which is kind of a misdirection if a new form of the virus comes along. So the, the vaccine helps you react to a previous form. You then get exposed to the Omicron and you crank out a reaction to Delta, which is what the vaccine is designed to target. Uh, and then you get an incomplete response or maybe even a diminished response to the new viral invader. So this is something that's coming down the pike. Uh, Pfizer and Merck and all the big companies are positioning themselves to come up with, uh, you know, booster 2.0, which will hopefully address uh, Omicron and all those new variants. But I predict what's going to happen. It's going to be a, a situation similar to the flu, which is they every year they do their best prediction of what's going to come down the pike. And unfortunately, uh, by the time the virus, uh, by the time the vaccine is manufactured, the virus is mutated. And then what we see is uh, resistance and lack of efficacy of the flu vaccine. In some years, it's kind of low double digits, uh, 18%, 22%, and especially less effective in the very people who need the protection, uh, the elderly, the debilitated, the frail. So we'll see. It's like the chase is on against new variants of COVID. And um, hopefully for those who need the protection, uh, it could make a difference. But so far, the efficacy of the vaccines is waning. 877-726-8255, our number, and this is Intelligent Medicine. If chocolate is your weakness, the real chocolate decadence of Flava Naturals Performance Chocolate can be your strength. Extensive research demonstrates the remarkable benefits of daily cocoa flavanols on brain function, heart health, and full body performance. But you'd have to eat five or more ordinary bars a day to get those benefits. Flava Naturals chocolate, cocoa powder, and beverages deliver five to nine times the flavanols of a typical dark chocolate bar. I use it every day. For more information and order, just go to flavanaturals.com. That's flavanaturals.com. Fish oil provides the vital omega-3s, EPA and DHA, that support your cardiovascular, brain, nerve, vision, immune system, joint, and skin health, as well as your inflammatory balance. My preferred fish oil brand is Vital Nutrients, offering a line of 11 ultra-pure omega-3 solutions, including a nutrient-dense vegan option. I use Vital Nutrients myself and recommend it to my patients. For more information and to order, go to vitalnutrients.co. That's vitalnutrients.co for the Vital Nutrients line of ultra-pure omega-3 solutions. As you know, I'm a big proponent of CBD to tonify the endocannabinoid system. I've found that it helps people relax and can support restful sleep, a real breakthrough in herbal products. The CBD brand I take personally and recommend to my patients is Plus CBD from CV Sciences, which is now proud to introduce the Plus CBD Relief line of soft gels. Plus CBD Relief 
is the ideal way to help promote a healthy inflammatory response. Plus, CBD Relief is doctor-formulated with recovery-supporting ingredients, including CBD, CBDA, and Levagen, plus PEA. Relief Soft Gels help address minor everyday soreness, support joint function, and encourage recovery following strenuous activity. All Plus CBD products are backed by science with clinically researched active ingredients. And with a 90-day satisfaction guarantee, you have nothing to lose. To learn more and to order, visit pluscbdoil.com slash Hoffman and use coupon code Hoffman30 for 30% off. That's pluscbdoil.com slash Hoffman for Plus CBD's Relief Soft Gels. Welcome back to Intelligent Medicine. Dr. Ronald Hoffman with you. Our number, 877-726-8255. I hope you're having a great holiday weekend. Uh, if you've got some time in your hands and you've got a question or comment, you can dial in and uh, speak to me directly. So uh, there's something that I want to tell you about, which is Congress is seeking to enlarge FDA's purview over supplements. Uh, they're busy at it. Uh, you may think that uh, the Ukraine and abortion and uh, those things are occupying the attention of Congress, but surreptitiously, uh, they're trying to limit our access to supplements. And it's really an all-hands-on-deck moment. I'm personally committed to doing everything I can to preserve our access to potent, innovative supplements of our choosing. So you can go to drhoffman.com slash A&H. A&H stands for the Alliance for Natural Health to learn how you can take action. And uh, if you're so disposed, you can even donate to support a worthy cause. For a limited time, I'll be matching all donations up to a total of $5,000. And uh, we've had uh, hundreds of dollars of contributions as a result of this campaign. I'm very happy to report. So uh, 877-726-8255 or number. Now, there's something interesting happening uh, in Congress because they really are coming after cigarettes and nicotine. Uh, first, they have now proposed a ban on Juul, which is the uh, that little device uh, where you can vape nicotine. And one of the problems with the Juul is that it's designed as a way to enhance your likelihood of stopping smoking. But uh, for a lot of people, it's an alternative to smoking. And for a lot of kids, it's a way that they can get their hands on uh, uh, smoking devices without buying a pack of cigarettes. So in effect, it has had unintended consequences. And who knows if inhaling that nicotine with all the vehicles in there and the heated uh, metal parts within the Juul device, uh, is that ultimately healthy? There's some actually reports of people developing health problems around uh, vaping. So the other thing they want to do is they want to reduce the nicotine content of cigarettes to nil so that cigarettes will be less addictive. And so it's interesting to talk a little bit about what nicotine does because it turns out that nicotine is not the major culprit in cigarettes that gives people cancer and cardiovascular disease and respiratory disease, of course. I mean, no question. Cigarettes, let's stipulate, are terrible for your health. But when it comes to nicotine, nicotine has some interesting effects. And I have a paper here 
that suggests that cigarette smoking has a positive and independent effect on testosterone levels. You heard me right. Nicotine in cigarettes can actually increase your testosterone. So there's the myth of the Marlboro man. Yeah, he was dying. He was coughing his guts up and ultimately he died of lung cancer. But he was a more macho man because he had higher levels of testosterone. Uh, in this uh, study, smoking men had 15% higher testosterone and 13% higher free testosterone than comparable non-smoking men. Uh, and there's a reason for it. Nicotine prevents the aromatization of testosterone. That's the breakdown of testosterone into estrogen. Now, for men, that might be good because it maintains higher levels of testosterone. For women, that's not so good because we know that uh, uh, women who smoke uh, have much worse menopause. They have a real uh, decline in their estrogen level because they're aromatizing less. Aromatization is the way that estrogen gets made in the body. Smokers have worse hot flashes, female smokers. There also may be neuroprotective effects of nicotine. There's some trials in Alzheimer's disease with nicotine. Nicotine is an appetite suppressant. So I wonder how this strategy is going to work out. I'm not sure that they're going to be able to pull it off, this draconian restriction on cigarettes and dual vaping devices. We'll have to see. I'm Dr. Robert Hoffman, and this is Intelligent Medicine.